Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror now here's your host justin and brandon take it away boys boys and girls of every age would you like to see something strange come with us and you will see this our town of halloween this is pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror and we are your hosts. My name is Justin. My name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Welcome, man. I'm super excited. I know you are. I did not... You were like, hey, I hope this doesn't throw you off, but <laughs> I'm going to do something different. And I wasn't... I'm... Uh, I guess I'm more surprised that you didn't do it a little more sing-songy. I thought but, about um, it. I have a decent singing voice, I think, but I just, you know, I didn't want to throw you too much, get you too rattled. <laughs> We're in different houses. I didn't uh, want you, like, jumping through the phone to come get me, you know, excite you. <laughs> you know, you're good. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah. Uh, this week, of course, we are talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. It is available uh, on Disney+. Plus. That's the only place I've seen it streaming now that Disney has its own service. Yeah, same. But there it is. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies ever. I've talked about my toy shelves a million times i'm sure but this is the one movie that has its own dedicated shelf right this go ahead no i was just gonna say like i'm i'm right there with you man like there's been times where we've covered something and we're like man we've seen this movie a bunch of times we don't really need to watch it again Mm -hmm. and i got probably like i was doing work from home and then i was talking to some buddies about some other um ventures and then uh i start i was watching it while doing all that and i got to about 25 to 30 minutes left and i was like all right let's just go ahead and do this i'm i've already been up for 14 hours i'm tired (laughs) you know like yeah today's been a long day and i'm like you know what i've seen this movie more times than i can count well it's a great and it is a great movie and i mean it's one that i like quote from like as soon as i start watching it i can't help but just recite the lines yep yep or sing along like i was like like i said i was talking to my buddies about other stuff and then i'm like you know humming (laughs) (laughs) like they're talking about they ask me a question and i'm all (laughs) (laughs) and like okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) doing doing other stuff now it's fine well, I mean, like, I have yeah, the soundtrack to this movie. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I listen to it every mm-hmm. year around Christmas. Like, it's my jam. Yeah, it is a good, it is a good soundtrack. Um, it's actually, it spawned one of my favorite covers. Um, the Manson I love, Halloween? 
I yeah, I'm a like I'm like I don't mind Manson. I listen to Manson here and there. Like it's not mm-hmm. like a go-to, but I I'm not opposed to it. Like it, right. it's just I'm more more like the metally metal um or classic rock. And there's something about that one I am uh I'm a big fan of. It's well, well that done. heavy bass of uh, it's like it's it's so freaking cool it works um i do i do need to throw a toss out um a quick disclaimer so my wife is not home okay and for those that listen to the show on a regular basis know that my daughter loves to be a part of it (laughs) and so if she can she'll probably sneak out here and i'm not paying attention because she's in the living room watching monsters inc Fair enough. But I told her to stay out there, so we'll see if it works. I'm just putting the forewarning out there. It's there's a good chance we'll have another guest she appearance. She doesn't <laughs> possibly. Well, oh, so the funny thing was is like I've I've told you that I'm in the process of uh, not to self plug or anything like that, but I'm in the process of working on a, another potential podcast outside of what we do, mm-hmm. and so my buddies were like we were working on it and. My daughter's just crying. She's like, Dad, I want to be on your podcast so bad. And I'm like, honey, we can't, you know, you can't. Like, I'm like, well, we, you know, we'll do one together or something like that. Or I'll do something with fun. just you. But like, yeah, I'm like, and even though this would be perfect because she loves this movie too. She walks out there. She's like, hey, Dad, I like this movie. Yeah, I, I just I just can't hear it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, and I know you can't hear it. And you're not going to watch it. Get back inside. <laughs> But like, yeah, dude, if I, if I still have the, like my wife took a video of it, of her sitting on my lap, just weeping because she's like, dad, I just, I want to, I want to do it with you so bad. <laughs> I want to be on your podcast. I want to do a podcast. And I'm like, someday, baby. Cause she Start loves to be on my home. Twitch streams. Yeah. Like Remember when, when I'm we were kids on Twitch, and there was no such thing as podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Given that I was a kid in the, in the late eighties, early nineties, mm. you know, Radio was king, but it's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's get started Back to here. The There's movie a lot to at cover. Hand. <laughs> yeah. So, right. if you haven't watched it, uh, Jack Skellington is the king of Halloween Town, and he discovers Christmas Town. But it, his attempts to bring Christmas to his home only causes confusion and some really mm-hmm. creepy uh, presents. <laughs> yes, it does. This was directed by Henry Selick, not Tim Burton. Even though it says Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. But it was produced mm-hmm. by Tim Burton and Denise DeNovi with a screenplay by Carolyn Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you see Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, which was essentially done for marketing. Because he was doing mm-hmm. Batman and Beetlejuice and he was huge in the early 90s. Right, so... Uh, question for you did you watch the nightmare before christmas the movies that made us on netflix along uh, with Elf? yesterday morning yes okay that's why i was wondering if you got some of your notes from that because i know that my um no it was all stuff i already knew or wrote down i did my notes like two weeks ago when we decided to do this movie uh, okay fair enough fair enough i was just curious because my wife was watching it uh yesterday and then she was watching the elf one but then she was watching yeah. it again today. I'm like, didn't you just watch this? It's interesting. But it, well, yeah, it it's is. a fun just, series. She, yeah, I'm a big fan of it as well. I just, I just, I know how she watches movies. Yeah. It takes her. I'm like, it'll be a show I don't even watch, and 
I'll be like, I've seen this episode. How have you not? Like, I don't even like the show, and I've seen this. <laughs> like, figure it out. Yeah. Sorry, I'm answering yeah. my wife real quick. No, no, you're good. I was just like, God, I, I know that was like an awkward, <laughs> it was a real awkward exchange right there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, that's one of my tangents that didn't set in. I just didn't. But, uh, I didn't know how to uh, answer a text whilst on the phone with you. No, there I understand. Go. That's that's kind of what I figured. So I just thought I would I would I Damn. would elaborate. Yeah. Uh, there's a story by going. Tim Burton. It's based on characters by Tim Burton. It stars Danny Elfman, Chris Sarandon, Catherine O'Hara, William Hickey, Glenn Shaddix, Ken Page, Ed Ivory, and tons more. Wow. Uh, music by Danny Elfman. It was released October 29th, 1993. Uh, the budget on here says $18 million, but the uh, movies that made us made it clear that the original budget was 18 and they ended up ballooning it to $22 million because oh, they just couldn't get it done in 18. <laughs> and the box okay. office was $91.4 million. Wow. Yeah. That's it? Well, I mean, it didn't do incredibly well in its opening run. It was such a strange kind of movie um, to kind of quote movies that made us. It was originally released, even though it was a Disney thing, it was released under one of uh -huh. their sister companies, Touchstone. And because right. it was so dark, they couldn't really, you know, advertise for kids, but it was also kind of light, so it wasn't really an adult thing. And so really it just kind of bombed and faded into the night until it kind of got a resurgence in the early 2000s. Okay. So the thing that I was uh, more curious about, because I'm looking at the cast, and I'm like, Danny Elfman did the singing. Yes. I didn't know that he did that. I mean, I assumed with what he does musically, he, of course, would be able to sing. Mm -hmm. Well, he was like, in a band. Like... Huh. And he was the lead singer in a band before he became a composer. Right. And then I was, like I never knew that Chris Sarandon was the voice. Like we're talking Fright Night Chris Sarandon mm -hmm. was the voice of Jack Skellington and you would never know like the difference between like I've never noticed a change in like oh hey so there's two different people voicing that one character. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive how close they are together and originally Danny was going to do the voice but his acting wasn't quite where it needed to be so they kept him <laughs> doing the singing okay. and brought in That's Sarandon. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know now speaking of Fright Night now I kind of now I want to watch it. Prince Humperdinck. <laughs> Uh, as writer Tim Burton's upbringing in Burbank, California was associated with the feeling of solitude, the filmmaker was largely fascinated by holidays during his childhood. Quote, anytime there was Christmas or Halloween, it was great. It gave you some sort of texture all of a sudden that wasn't there before, uh, Burton would later recall. After completing his short film Vincent in 1982, Burton was then employed at Walt Disney Feature Animation, and wrote a three-page poem titled The Nightmare Before Christmas, drawing inspiration from television specials of Rudolph, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas. It's always hmm. weird remembering that he worked for Disney briefly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm kind of blo- like I'm I'm on the IMDb, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like I don't know who some of these people are, but I do, and so like, it always cracks me up with how much because Tim Burton uses a lot of the same people in his movies. Yeah. And so, like, when I'm like, okay, so who the hell is Glenn Shaddix? And then it's like, oh, well, Glenn Shaddix and Catherine O'Hara were together in Beetlejuice. And that's, like, they, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just starting to look at this. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you got the Burton you got the Burton verse in here. It's like the Adam Sandler movies. Adam Sandler is Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. Yeah, sorry. Keep, keep going. Okay. I just, I had no idea who, like, William Hickey, like, as soon as I saw that face, I'm like, of course that's him. <laughs> but like, I was like, who the fuck is Glenn Shaddix? No. Uh, Tim Burton has said the original poem was inspired after seeing Halloween merchandise dis- uh, displayed in a store being taken down and replaced by a Christmas display. The juxtaposition mm. of ghouls and goblins with Santa and his reindeer sparked his imagination. Uh, Burton intended, mm. the adap- uh, intended to adapt the poem into a television special with the narration spoken by his favorite actor, Vincent Price, but also considered other options such as a ch- uh, children's book. He created concept art and storyboards for the project in collaboration with Rick Heinrichs, uh, who also sculpted character models. Burton later showed this, uh, his and Heinrichs' work in progress to Henry Selleck, also a Disney animator at the time, after the success of Vincent in 1982, Disney started to consider developing Nightmare Before Christmas as either a short film or a 30-minute holiday special. However, the project's development eventually stalled as its tone seemed too weird to the company as Disney was unable to offer his, uh, quote, nocturnal loners enough scope. Burton was fired from the studio in night. In 1984, and went on to direct the commercially successful films Beetlejuice and Batman. Sorry, breathing time. Sorry. No, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, when you paused, I thought it's because you heard um, my ring cam go off. Uh -uh. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Getting FedEx boxes. Did you buy me a Christmas gift? No, um, so like I said earlier, my wife went to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. So keep keep doing your thing. I'm for some reason my door's open. So okay, uh, keep doing your thing. I'll be back in just a second. Okay, sorry. Just let me know when you're back. Well, no, uh, you keep talking. I'm gonna take the phone with me. No, I know. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, Burton could not direct because of his commitment to Batman Returns, and he did not want to be involved with the painstakingly slow process of stop-motion. To adapt his poem into a screenplay, Burton approached Michael McDowell, his collaborator on Beetlejuice. McDowell and Burton experienced creative differences, which convinced Burton to make the film as a musical with lyrics and compositions by frequent collaborator Danny Elfman. Elfman and Burton created a rough storyline and two-thirds of the film's songs. Elfman found writing Nightmare's 11 songs as, quote, one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. I had a lot in common with Jack Skellington. Carolyn Thompson had yet to be hired to write the screenplay. With Thompson's screenplay, Selleck stated, there are very few lines of dialogue that are Carolyn's. Uh, she became busy on other films, and we were constantly rewriting, reconfiguring, and developing the film visually. Huh. Uh, 
Selleck and his team of animators began production in July 1991 in San Francisco, California, with a crew of over 120 workers utilizing 20 sound stages for filming. Joe Ramft, who is a big Pixar guy who unfortunately passed a while back, was oh. hired from Disney as a storyboard supervisor with Eric Leighton, who, hi- who was hired to supervise animation. In total, there were 109,440 frames taken for the film. Jeez. And for those that don't know, stop motion is essentially you have a bunch of puppets or claymation figures or whatever on a stage. You move them a little bit, take a picture, move them a little bit more, take a picture, and keep repeating that until you have what looks like fluid moving characters. Oh, and that's the one thing, like, it's just, it's crazy how tedious that process is. I don't know if I have the um, patience. Yeah, I tried it to I tried it once when I took a video production class in high school and it is just horrid. Like mm-hmm. well cuz I mean you have to remember which way things are moving, you have to keep everything, you know, figured out. When I rewatched mine several years ago, it was like I had a ball that what I was trying to you know, roll across the screen and it kept going back and forth because I couldn't remember, right. you know, which way I was going with it. I had so many pieces. It's just it's oh. brutal. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine. I would assume that's where storyboarding just becomes insanely important. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's my spot right there. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, which was originally going to be released by Walt Disney Pictures and be part of the animation lineup, but Disney decided to release the film under its adult film label, Touchstone Pictures, because the studio thought the film would be, quote, too dark and scary for kids. Which makes sense. Uh, To convey Burton's involvement and attract a wider audience, Disney marketed the film as Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Burton explained that, quote, it turned more in... Wow, that's a weird sentence. It turned more into more of a brand name thing. It turned into something else, which I'm not quite sure about. The film premiered at the New York (laughs) Film Festival on October 9th, 1993, and was given a a limited release on October 13th, 1993, because, or before its wide theatrical release on October 29th. Huh. This is going faster than I thought. It's just a lot of long sentences. Right, and that's the one thing, it's like, you're like, oh man, could people just, that's what we get for copy and pasting, but it's like, <laughs> come no. on, just write a sentence right for me, please. No kidding. I think I, what I need to do is, like, make more breaks in my paragraphs and, like, skip lines and stuff, because I just keep wanting to go instead of ending yeah. a sentence and breathing for two seconds. Yeah, it's not the worst idea, yeah. but... I'm Ron Burgundy. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds a rating of 95% based on 95 reviews with an average rating of 8.27 out of 10. 8.27? Indeed. Roger Ebert gave (laughs) a highly positive review. Uh, Ebert believed the film's visual effects were its revolutionary Star Wars, taking into account that Nightmare was, quote, filled with imagination that carries us into a new world. Agreed, oh. sir. Yes, absolutely. You may shit That's on most one... horror movies, but you got this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people, though, they just get too... Uh, I wouldn't... Yeah, 
I wouldn't yeah. say elitist, but like, oh, if you don't like this, then you're yeah. not a real horror fan. And it's like, don't it's tell me what I am. It's not for films. <laughs> right? Well, and that's... Oh, I, I was I listening go- to a podcast the other day. I don't remember which one it was. And they were talking about the way people think of horror movies and movies that have come out recently, like Get Out and Us. They're not even... Mm-hmm talked of like or silence of the lambs even they're not even talked of as horror movies even though they are you know they're like yeah. they're thrillers or they're you know post horror because they're above the the normal class mhm sophisticated horror mhm <laughs> which i mean they are I great films but you know and we'll get to those eventually but still right uh, the film was nominated for both the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects and the Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. Nightmare won the Saturn Award for Best Fantasy Film, while Elfman won Best Music. Selleck and the Animators were also nominated for their work. Elfman was nominated for the Golden Globe Award for Best Original Score. And most recently, the film ranked number one on Rotten Tomatoes' Top 25 Best Christmas Movies list. That doesn't surprise me at all. No. Well, that's one of the things but, I love like, about this movie is that it's a Halloween movie and it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And so I can justify to my wife to start watching it in September and then watch it as much as I can pretty much through January. All the way through. <laughs> yep. And it, it, it works. <laughs> that's the same. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it's that movie that's a perfect hybrid that, like, it perfectly bridges holidays because it's like and i'm okay with this but like i do i get into the holiday vibe and so like i'll start decorating for halloween halfway through september right right and so like i'll have a good solid month and a half plus of halloween decorations because halloween if done right you can bleed it into your thanksgiving yeah with with like the pumpkins and and stuff like that just take right. out the but skulls and as, blood. Yeah, yeah, and then as soon as that's over, like you have what three, three days of three to like less than a week left until December, mm-hmm. and it's like I mean I don't really do Christmas until after Thanksgiving, so then I'm like ah, oh. like I like to decorate for Christmas. I like Christmas. Like yeah, we did our. I would like weekend. my house to look all look all pretty and lit up and you know holiday cozy for 25 days <laughs> like i just put my stuff up yesterday but it's still early it's only the what fifth yeah, or still, sixth you got a couple weeks yeah, to enjoy I mean, before you have to rip it all down right i mean and i we usually leave it up until the first or so yeah that's too in 2001, Disney began to consider producing a sequel, but rather than using stop motion, Disney wanted to use computer animation. Burton convinced Boo. Disney to drop the idea. Thank God. The yeah. Two- yeah. Like, I, that's one of the things, like, it's like trick or treat. Like, I would love to see a sequel because I want to see more of this thing. And I'm pretty much sure mm-hmm. I said the exact same thing about this movie when we did trick or treat. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It was like, I would love to see more of this world, but this is such a perfect, concise story movie that I don't... Just don't touch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no matter what happens, you'll always have it. 
like it's always there like i mean sure you could tarnish a legacy tarnish a legacy but like i mean think about it like like halloween yeah halloween is like legit considered that you know in horror and then it's also known as one of the more hokier franchises because of the you know the fact that the sequels are not considered to be good yeah you know or widely accepted as good if you will and it's like like who knows like could you imagine though if they did a sequel and you're like holy shit how did how does it get better but it did Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, it's a gamble. There was some movie I get that it, I, but... like when they did Toy Story four, which is a mm-hmm. weird tangent, but it's still a cartoon, so it's fine. Like, <laughs> after Toy Story three, I was like, "This is the perfect ending. Don't touch it. You don't. There's nothing else you can do." But Toy Story four, it was like, "Okay, this makes sense. It's not hundred yeah. percent necessary, but this works as a good closer to the franchise." Yeah. Right, back to things. Uh, the 2004 <laughs> video game Nightmare Before Christmas Oogie's Revenge did serve as a sequel of the film with Capcom's crew of developers going after Burton for advice and having the collaboration of the film's art director, Dean Taylor. In 2009, Selleck said he would do a film sequel if he and Burton could create a good idea uh, for the story. In February 2019, it was reported that a new Nightmare Before Christmas film was in the works, with Disney considering either a stop-motion sequel or live-action remake. In October 2019, Chris Sarandon expressed interest in reprising his role as Jack Skellington if a sequel film were ever materialized. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm all for sequels until, like, I mean... And nine times out of ten, like, somebody who is involved in the original will be like, yeah, you know, if the story's right, I'll do a sequel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, of course. But it's like, um, that's where I kind of draw the line with, like, the like sequels and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I like I hate it when the, they'll do it just, like, cash grabs. Like, you're like, oh, man, they definitely phoned this in. It's a straight-to-video. Mm-hmm. Like, n- there's nothing good about it. And you're like, there's literally no point. Yeah, like, they made it for it alone, the money, like, not because they had a decent idea. Like, all of the Halloween yeah. sequels, and then they did the the new sequel a couple years ago, and it's awesome. You're right. Um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, but I'm with you, man. Like, just, if you had an idea, I would love a sequel. Oh, well, hello, what do you, what do you have? An apple? I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> what? She, I'm going to keep she, going just, while you do what you're uh, doing. Yeah, keep keep going. Maisie, okay. back inside, honey. Uh, some fun facts before we get into the thing. Uh, Vincent Price, Don Amesh, who I'm sorry, I don't know, and James Earl Jones were considered to provide the narration for the film's prologue. However, after all provo- uh, proved difficult to cast... And the producers instead hired local voice artist Ed Ivory. Patrick Stewart provided the prologue narration for the film's soundtrack. And he does a pretty good job. Right. Because it's Patrick Stewart. It was It's yeah, weird hearing it. Because like, oh, it's John Luke. But he still has a great voice. Uh, well, I don't think I even noticed that, he was, that, it, that it was him. Well, it's not in the movie. It's in the, the oh. soundtrack. Oh! Okay. Ed, well, I, I never listened to the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, you can. I own it. I can let you borrow it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care that much. 
Fair enough. <laughs> no no uh, offense. Th- this is the first stop-motion animated film to be rated PG by the MPAA, Walt Disney Animation Studios' second film to have a PG rating from the MPAA, and the first uh, was The Black Cauldron in 1985. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the filmmakers constructed 227 puppets to represent the characters in the movie, with Jack Skellington having around 400 heads, allowing the expression God. of every possible emotion... Uh, Sally's mouth movements were animated through the replacement method during the animation process only Sally's face mask was removed in order to preserve the order of her long red hair Uh, Sally had 10 types of faces each made with a series of 11 expressions um, i.e. eyes open and closed and various facial poses uh, and synchronized Mm -hmm. with mouth movements so like with Jack, they would actually just take off his whole head and right. replace it with a new one. Where Sally, it was like a faceplate, and they would just pop that off and pop on a new one. That almost seems like it would have been just a lot easier all around. Yeah. Like, hey, we have 400 heads. Have fun. Yeah, you just have to, you know, keep them all uh, organized, I guess would be the way. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, the stop-motion figurine of Jack was reused in James and the Giant Peach, also directed by Selleck, as Captain Jack, which I have not watched James and the Giant Peach, unfortunately. But it's you've never seen it, or you or you haven't for a for a while. I've never seen it. I always wanted to, but it was one of those that we just never bought when I was a kid, and I haven't watched it since I got Disney Plus. Oh, uh, okay. I, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. It always looked good. I'm sure it's one that I would like, but I just... Yeah, I'm sure you would. Did you like Coraline? Yeah, for the most part. I kind of feel like it... It Like, it... I don't know, animation, like, thinking back on it, feels the same. Yeah. Or very similar. Like, it's not a bad movie. I don't remember hating it, but... It's high praise. Yeah. Uh, in this... <laughs> In the scenes with the street band, especially inside the town hall, there's a small man inside the base that is based on Danny Elfman. Hmm. Which, if you've ever seen okay. what Danny Elfman actually looks like, and then you watch the movie, you go, yeah, I, I see it. I see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was an alternate version to the ending where Oogie Boogie was intended to be Dr. Dr. Finkelstein in disguise, uh, reportedly, Tim Burton was so infuriated by the idea that he literally kicked a hole in the wall. <laughs> I heard about the hole in the wall. I just didn't hear what it was attached to. Yeah, they tried to change the ending, which, you know, and give it like that Scooby-Doo, it was really me under this mask kind of ending. Oh, okay. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. I I, I think it could have been a different character. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy with what they did. Uh, For the film's 2006 re-release in Disney Digital 3D, a special edition of the soundtrack was released, we've talked about it a couple times here, uh, featuring a bonus (laughs) disc that contained covers of five of the film's songs uh, by Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, Marilyn Manson, uh, Fiona Apple, and She Wants Revenge. Four original demo tracks by Elfman were also included. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. On okay. September 30th, 2008, Disney released the cover album 
Nightmare Revisited, featuring artists such as Amy Lee, Flyleaf, Corn, Rise Against, Plain White Tees, All American Rejects, and many more. I'm a big fan of Rise Against, or I, w- I was back in that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that one, and there's some really cool versions of the songs in there. Okay. So, if you are interested, listeners out there, or Brandon listening to me, give it a look-see, because it's pretty (laughs) freaking awesome. Okay. Uh, A couple more here. American Gothic rock band London After Midnight featured a cover of Sally's Song on their 1998 uh, album Oddities. Lily Rocklin performed a French cover of Sally's Song on her album Will You Hate the Rest of the World or Will You Renew Your Life in 2010. And mm-hmm. Pentatonix released a cover of Making Christmas for their 2018 Christmas album, Christmas is Here. And hmm. that is your fun facts. Weren't those fun? Fun facts? Well, fun fact for our, our Sunday evening. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Super fun. Get you through the week. Nice. Nicely done, <sighs> good sir. Thank you. Take a little victory sip so I can talk for another half hour or so. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, Let's go. Crisp. It's a nice, cool. What are you Pepsi. sipping on? Pepsi. Oh, uh, I'm drinking a, uh, an um, Imperial Pilsner. Uh, I have an I have a beer advent calendar I got from Costco. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, what's that supposed to mean? You drink a lot of beer, <laughs> I but I drink beer. a lot of soda, uh, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, and so. It's Christmassy, like, yeah. I, but they're all but they're all beers imported from Germany, which is pretty sweet. Um, this one, I'm not usually a fan of Pilsners as much, but it's pretty good. And then after that, I got a ginger ale off to the side. Nice. I don't like ginger ale. Yeah, we have like six different Advent calendars we're working on. Mine, of course, is a Nightmare Before Christmas pop up book, which is awesome. Oh, you'll have to show me. Uh, pictures of that or i'll have to look it up but that sounds yeah. cool yeah it's essentially and i think they have them at walmart right now it's essentially a big book looking thing and you open it up and the tree pops up and then mm-hmm. you open the different uh compartments on the pages and they're little ornaments right. that you hang on the tree okay that's super cool yeah it's a biatch nice. to open but it's pretty freaking cool it sounds like it. Not as bad as the uh, Funko Advent calendars. Have you opened any of those? No, I was pretty close to um, getting one. I remember I was talking to you about getting the... I think they had one for the horror. Yeah. It was only 13 and, days, um, though. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just that'd be cool and all. I just I don't think I care enough to get it. Yeah. I almost like got it, but it was like they had two Pennywises, and they had, you know, characters that I already had regular pops of, and it was just like, and there's only 13 days, it's not even a full month, and it was just like, I don't, like, I like Beetlejuice, right, and but I don't need one. Well, that's how I feel, like, with the pop- popularity of the It movies, like, I don't need all the Pennywises, like, sure, Pennywise is cool and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like... I, I don't think I really care that much no. to have that many Pennywises, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I don't even have one. 
especially because I hate the original. Well, <laughs> oh, so I have um, I have both of the Pennywises of the of the NECA Toonie Terrors. Hmm. I have two. I have one of the new Pennywise Funkos, and then I have like this weird uh, Pennywise and Georgie combo set that I have. Damn. <laughs> and so I'll be like, okay. Yeah. You've hit your penny limit. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know if I really need any more of those. You got me beat. That's all that matters. So let's drive into the movie. <laughs> this will probably go pretty damn okay. quick. We got a few talking points here, but nothing too crazy. Um, okay. You know, the intro, of course, with Ivory doing the uh, narration and seeing the holiday forest and all the different trees. And right. And we stop upon the the Halloween door, the pumpkin door, and it opens, and we jump into This is Halloween. I love the right. song. I love all these songs. I do, too. Like, well, yeah, it is it is a great soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, like, like the Like, the songs are good. Yeah. Well, and to quote movies that made us again, like, Danny Elfman didn't even do film scores until he teamed up with Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. He was in a band and wanted to get out of it, and Tim Burton essentially talked him into starting to score movies, and then he did, you know, Beetlejuice and Batman and this, and now he's Danny Elfman. Like, that's what he does. Yeah, right. Like, okay. When you can't get John Williams, you get Danny Elfman. Yeah, exactly. It's like (laughs) the two composers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know how much I want to go beat for beat in this movie, but I I know that we always talk about trying to get out of doing the beat for beat. Nine times out of ten, we find ourselves getting back into it. But I don't know. It's I don't good. know. We need to just. I I think I need to start like forming thoughts on the scenes because we get the introduction of Jack, and I thought found myself thinking this time. When Jack Mm -hmm. appears, he's the pumpkin king, he has the pumpkin head, and he's like a scarecrow. And then he goes into the fountain. And it's like they woke him up for the end of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Like he was in hibernation or something until that point. And now that Halloween is over, they woke him up. Yeah, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. I I was wondering, like, okay, so was he out performing Halloween? Or like he's... Sam, <laughs> and so when he's not yeah. in Halloween Town, he's you know overseeing the proceedings of Halloween, and then he goes back to Halloween Town to rest and plan hey, for next a, year. It's a it's a valid question. <laughs> like, what are you actually doing? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the next day, the mayor when the mayor's looking for him, he's like, "Hey, I came over to." go over the plans for next Halloween, but he's not home. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously they right. plan it out. There's something that they do to... Jack! <laughs> you're not here! <laughs> then he falls Good down stuff. the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Jack! Yeah, the mayor That's seems very stuff. put upon. Yeah. I feel like, like in I'm every the- other day of the year, Jack just mercilessly 
like berates the mayor on what an idiot he is. <laughs> yeah, it's That's like why, why isn't so Jack him. just the mayor? <laughs> yeah, why like, isn't Jack just the mayor? I don't get mayor? it. Yeah, I don't like. It would make more sense. I guess he's the the king. Mm-hmm. And the mayor deals with Must, yeah. people. So he doesn't yeah. have to. But he seems to... Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, I don't aye, know. Aye, aye. I feel like this could <laughs> be what our episodes are like, especially on something this short, because, you know, it's... Because Jack wakes up and he's berated by fans and all that stuff, and then he goes into one of my favorite songs, which is called Jack's Lament, which is when he's going through the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, explaining who he is and how sick of it he is, and he's just looking for something new. Right. I, I don't know. It's. I gotcha. I mean, Danny Elfman's voice is incredible. The music's amazing, mm-hmm. and the scenery, like him, it's the most iconic shot in the film, the spiral hill that he walks down. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I have a snow-covered one with him and Sally Funko in my uh, cabinet of awesome. And your cabinet of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> One of my three cabinets of awesome. Right. Uh, and then we're Just slowly so introduced cabinets. to Sally, who's kind of lurking around, spying on Jack, creeping on him a, a bit. And she's picking deadly nightshade to feed to the professor and, and poison him so that she can escape at night. Yeah. So, like, she wants out real <laughs> Just bad. Just let her go. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, I like that. I mean, she's essentially Bride of Frankenstein. And mm-hmm. that sort of twist on... I was kind of watching it yesterday. I was looking at all the Universal Monster parallels. And right. so there's the the Dracula gang. The werewolf hunchback-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And then the female creature from the Black Lagoon. And the one-eyed mummy kid. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. I don't know. That's I didn't really have anything else to go on with that. But just that was something that I was looking at yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's 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 fun looking at all the different little characters that they populated the world with. I I got the uh, Nightmare Funko Advent Calendar and opened them all up because uh-huh. I didn't want to wait every single day to do it. So I you got just opened them all up at once. Yeah, they're all in my <laughs> uh, on my shelf right now. Nice. I got like, like three I zeros. I got the mayor. That's awesome. My daughter loves zero too. What's not to love? It took longer than I like to admit to realize that his nose is a little jack-o'-lantern. Is it? Yeah. I'd never noticed that either. Yeah, I mean, it's glowing, How? so it's kind of hard to see. But if you look, you can see the jack-o'-lantern face on it. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't it be? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's Rudolph, but he's not actually Rudolph. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't believe I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take That's a look on a your Twitter. No. I'll it's, have to look it up. Yeah. Well, and it's actually my like keyboard f- wasn't so clanky. Yeah, it's fine. We're all a little clanky sometimes. <laughs> It's there's a <laughs> yeah. fan theory that the dogs in like Frankenweenie and Corpse Bride and Nightmare are all the same dog. Mm-hmm. I've so Frankenweenie is when the dog's alive, 
and then Corpse Bride is his skeleton, and then Zero is his ghost. Right. Which is I think that would be pretty sweet if it was. It would make sense. I mean, obviously, it's something that Tim must have had as a kid. Because, I mean, it's in... Mm-hmm all of his animated things that the the kid or the main character has a dog that essentially has the same shape and style. Yeah, it's like how is it not? Yeah. Um So Jack wanders the forest, he's saying a song about how bored he is and how much he wants things to change and he and Zero are going for a walk. I love that he breaks off one of his own ribs to play fetch. <laughs> yeah, it's just little clever things like that that I'm like, okay, that's pretty freaking awesome. There's so many things in this movie. I mean, I wish I almost wanted to start it over again and start making a list of just little jokes and hidden snuck in their lines of clever dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like it is just a brilliant movie. Yeah, uh, just chock full of a bunch of awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. And they stumble upon the secret door circle of trees and he you know looks over the thanksgiving tree which would be pretty boring and the easter tree which i think he'd have some fun with and he stumbles mm-hmm. apart, of course upon christmas and sees the brightly colored christmas tree and he you know he opens it up looks inside there's nothing there and that like sucks him in this vortex of snow and actually the, the right the what's this was the first thing that they filmed oh really yeah i was again movies that made us what's this? they were having trouble getting the script figured out but they had the songs already and since christmas town oh. yeah and since christmas town was so different than everything else and they knew that's you know what they were going to do there they were able to film that while they waited for the script to come in Hmm, okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those... Every time someone at my house says, what's this? It's, what's this? What's this? We can't help ourselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that actually doesn't surprise me in the slightest, though. Like, well, I can I've... see that 100% being a thing. <laughs> well, I've just, you know, forced my wife to watch this movie so many damn times over the years that, uh, you know... I still don't think she really likes it, but I've, you know, still sucked her in a little bit. Right, and it's not the worst thing that you could have been like, hey, you should watch this, and she's like, I don't fucking want to. <laughs> like, not like it, it could be worse. Yeah, like, do I really have to? <laughs> so, yeah, Opie, knock it off! You got all sorts of fans like, in the background. Yeah, it... It's annoying. Gotta go ahead and continue. I'm gonna I'm gonna op- open the garage or door and let him out. So okay, uh, keep, keep going. Okay. Uh, so earlier when we met Sally, she escaped Finkelstein by removing her arm, which was super cool. And she's essentially been walking around the town without an arm all night, and so she has to go back. To get her arm, and the first thing she does is make Finkelstein lunch and poison him again so she can sneak out. I was hoping my co-host would be back by now, but he's not. I'm... I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 
my dog out. And I my know. My wife's like, hey, fun fact, did you know that Tim Burton didn't direct Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm like, yeah, we just talked about that. And I realized I was talking to you on the phone while I was walking back. God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, my, she's like, she's like, did you know that? And I'm like, yeah, we just talked about that. But I'm proud of you for fucking knowing that. <laughs> but did she know it before watching movies that made us? No, of course not. <laughs> well, that's what. No, did you know that? Did you know that before you did your notes? Yes. Well, aren't you just the fanciest? Yes. Well, I mean, this is like yes. I said. This, I have, I have like. 20 shelves worth of toys in my room most mm -hmm. of which are occupied by various things like i have an animation shelf i have a dc movie shelf a marvel movie shelf nightmare before christmas right. gets its own shelf yeah like <laughs> it's the 100%. one i guess and now treehouse of horror gets its own shelf because i have too many damn funkos and uh, <laughs> right but like, it's the one thing in my office where it's just the one movie getting its own shelf full of things. Right. It did blow my and, mind when um, I first realized it, though. It was watching like, it uh, with my newfound appreciation, like, uh, like, seven, eight years ago, going, oh, yeah. Like, it says Tim Burton, so you always imagine, assume it he directed it, but mm -hmm. he didn't. And Henry right. Selleck is a name that virtually no one outside of the Nightmare community probably even knows. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just, okay. I'm listening. Sorry. That's all right. I thought you'd have a response to the thing I said. It's fine. So Jack comes Jesus, back. Jesus, it's like talking to my fucking wife, dude. Be like, well, it's tough I just thought because that you we're in the more. same room. We have, you know, gotten better at doing this, but sometimes I like to pause, give you, you know, a chance to respond. I know I ramble. Right. You know. So yeah, I just, I can't wait till this is all done and we can get back in the, the fucking, the old studio yeah. and I could just berate you in person. I know. We can only do it at work I now. Know. It's just not the same. Right. At our socially distanced tables to where there's only two per table mm -hmm. <laughs> and we don't, we now don't one even of us get gets our own table to sit in sadness while the other two mock the other one. Last time it was me. And, which Oops. is funny because like I didn't expect Patrick to do that. Like, I think he sat with you too many times and he started to get a little fiery towards me. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> oh gosh, poor Justine. You're uh, good. I love at the town meeting how he's trying to describe the joy and majesty and greatness that is Christmas. And every mm -hmm. single thing that he brings up, they find some twisted, disturbing way of looking at it. Right. Like, is their head in the present box? Is there a severed foot in the stocking? Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like it... Like, as I know I've brought this up before, but it kind of reminds me of Wishmaster. Where, like, how it's like, oh, you get what you want, but it's going to be some twisted version of it. And it's like, you're not actually going to want it. Yeah. Like the monkey's pond treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Turkey's exactly. a little dry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man. But eventually he's like, you know, what the hell with it? That's what these guys do. Let's just tailor Christmas to their warped mentality. And honestly, right. aside from the toys trying to kill people, I wouldn't mind a Christmas like this. Yeah. Like if Not someone gave me a a jack-o'-lantern themed jack-in-the-box 
I'd, I'd put it on my shelf. Of course you would. I would too. <laughs> I just don't have as many shelves, and I, I need another shelf just because, like, I had to kind of alter where I put stuff in my garage because I'm like, I don't have enough room to put my shit. And eventually, like, I have a subscription to Bam Horror Box. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have like 30 different, at least 30. I have count, like so many different pieces of like artwork that's been done by whatever artist mm-hmm. they had at that time. Um, autograph pictures that come in there. And I'm like, well, where the hell am I going to put all these? Because like right yeah. now I have my my five posters is like, do I put them in a binder? Like, I'm just like, I I don't know what to do. (laughs) That would be cool. I mean, you could like assign, find a blank spot on a wall and just line them all up, but you could just get like a photo binder. That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd probably keep them safer. Well, well, cause see like right now I have my five posters up, which take up the entire wall of one side of my garage, which is my Halloween, Friday the 13th, Candyman, Lost Boys, and um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I'm like, I don't act, <laughs> right? Um, as of right now, unless I take out that shelf that's over on the other side of the wall and put in like a, a workbench desk style situation, like I could put pictures up there, but like there's just, I just, I have too much shit and not enough place to put it. Start being a teenage girl with a magazine and put them on the ceiling. You know, just scotch tape them. Oh, shit. You know, uh, not that only teenage teenage girls did that, but um, <laughs> I do have a lot of I do have a lot of ceiling space. Well, you can just stick them up there and then laminate your ceiling. That'd be cool. Yeah, totally could. Yeah. Uh, so after the town meeting, Sally picks a flower and is thinking wistfully of Jack and essentially the flower turns into a very pretty somewhat stick like Christmas tree that abruptly bursts into flames as you do (laughs) right yeah as it does it's I find their relationship interesting Mm mm-hmm Because it's like she likes him, but he's kind of oblivious, and he's obsessed with Halloween and Christmas, and she Mm -hmm. just sort of stalks him and, you know, tries to help him, but he's too big an idiot to see what's really going on. And then it's like, oh, I love you too. Okay, well, then we'll just (laughs) be together forever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Like, just don't worry about it. It's (laughs) fine. Okay? (laughs) God. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, then we break into the song of Something's Up With Jack, which turns into What Does It Mean? And Jack is trying to apply the scientific method to Christmas. And right. every time I watch it, which I try it- to look at other parts of his chalkboard. Yeah, I do too. And I'm always drawn to the Sandy Claus equals Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Every 12 time. days it's... over Christmas. And... Mm-hmm. Well, and like speaking of the songs, like that's the one thing. It's like it's two different songs, but like if you didn't know that, you would just think it was one long song. Yeah, what? And I, I think it. I mean, it, it essentially is one long song because something's up with Jack really is only about 
30 seconds max. And it has the uh-huh. same beat. The da 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 It. Mm-hmm. What does it do? Nothing. I was just, <laughs> I was just uh, kind of humming the, the, what does it mean? Mm. What does it mean? What does it mean? Nothing. Just stuff. Just buy it at the store. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it essentially is one long song, but it starts with the townsfolk because, you know, Jack has locked himself up there, all the way up there. And he's, you know, trying to decipher Christmas like a hermit. Whereas, you know, the townspeople are like, usually he's out and about, he's doing stuff, he's not acting crazy, and now we're kind of worried about him. Like, huh, what's going on? Like, yeah, he's he's now become the crazy guy where it's like, huh. Well, he's got a giant, you know, castle house and, you know, flashing lights. He's exploding Christmas ornaments and melting candy canes and dissecting teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's got a toy and truck like, I, and a vial. Like, I honestly do think that that is some of my favorite parts of the movie. Like, I like that he's she's trying so hard to figure it out. And, like, he's doing just applying all these scientific experiments to figure out what it is. And, like, I just, I, just, I think it, like, that montage where it's just, like, I, I, I love it. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's wrapping a electric chair and Christmas lights and he finally realizes <laughs> that the perfect marriage of it for him anyway is melding creepy scary shit with lighthearted fun loving Christmas right which works for me again we talked about this a second ago and it works for you but you know I think yep. you kind of missed the mark right. just a skosh just a little bit yeah. um so Jack starts handing out Christmas tasks big town hall meeting mm-hmm. everyone's standing in a line dr finkelstein gets to cut so that he can start work on the skeleton reindeer of course <laughs> mm-hmm. i know it's all you know christmas magic but i'd like to figure out how he scientifically made the skeleton reindeer fly <laughs> <laughs> christmas magic man that's true with a little bit of halloween lightning yeah <laughs> right <laughs> It's that perfect 100%. marriage. It's like a blend. Yep. Got a and little bit. You got a little bit of this and that to make it work. Yeah. And he, you know, enlist the gangbanger thugs of Oogie's Boys, uh, Lock, mm-hmm. Shock, and Barrel, to kidnap Santa Claus. <laughs> I love their yep. version of trick or treaters. I mean, they're just the most horrible little shit kids that you could totally see egging houses and lighting, you know, dog poop on fire on front steps. Kind of like how I imagine you Yeah, you, you could as a see kid. him doing that. Absolutely not. I was a good kid. Uh-huh. What happened? I've been I've been jaded over the years by life. Mm. Been there. And co-hosts and co-hosts. Uh, they're the worst. I have like two, soon to be three of them maybe. Yuck. Eight co-hosts. Two, three? Jeez, how many shows are you... (laughs) I'm trying to think of who the third one is because, like, I have you, and then Uh I have three others. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's all for one. But hey, that's you, man. You're like, I want to do another podcast. And then you you start doing, you're like, God, why am I doing so many? It's my fault. Like, stop doing them. (laughs) They're fun. Right. 
I get to talk it to people aside from, you know, this I'm doing with you. I get to talk to people I like to talk to about things I like mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it, man. Like, I... It always seems like such a task with everything that's going on in life, but once like you you hit the record button, you start going, and it's like, God, why do I put this off? <laughs> like this episode drops tomorrow, and here we are mm-hmm. talking about it tonight. Like, it's how it always it's works just, out. It's just the way that well, uh, the cookie crumbles, as uh, Billy would say. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say something to us, so I took another victory. So no, we're I said, gonna have I, a lot of dead air this I, time. <laughs> Yeah, we are, because I took a fucking sip right when you did. Because you're like, sounds like Billy, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, sure does. And that, yeah. And so I took a, a I took a little sip or two, and of course you did right at the same time I did. We're just synced. We're in tune. I don't like it. I was going to say something else, and I forgot. That's fine. All right. There. Let's move on. Uh, they start making yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, actually, before they start making Christmas, we get the uh, Kidnap Mr. Sandy Claus song, which, if you've ever actually paid attention to the lyrics, is really creepy. Oh, to the lyrics to the song? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about loading a cannon and blowing it at his door, tying him up in chains and locking him in a box for 900 years, like, drowning him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong, dude. That fucking... Ooh, when the one stuff. kid and, suggests and the fu- they draw straws, it's finger bones. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many little uh, things in this movie. And they go into that creepy-ass, like, treehouse thing, and they climb in the claw foot, foot, foot tub. Foot tub. And uh, mm-hmm. it crawls away. I like that he drain, drains all the water before the other two get in, so they clunk their heads on the porcelain. Or metal. It's probably metal, knowing them. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry, I was reading the lyrics to Making Christmas. No, the lyrics for Kidnap Santa Claus. Yeah, but I was reading your notes, and then I, I, I brain farted. Well, that happens but, with you. Mm. Making Christmas is pretty messed up, too. I mean, you look at the toys they're doing, they take a perfectly fine toy car that any kid who likes cars would love and they smash it with mm-hmm. a hammer <laughs> yeah there's a roadkill turtle that's a little bit too dead so they pick a roadkill possum that's not quite as dead for as long because that's better and make it yeah. into a hat yeah turn this rat into the most <laughs> delightful hat hmm <laughs> hmm the killer wreath is fun. I was—I almost yeah. added a third special category for our scorecard because we have a two-subject one this time of mm-hmm. what your favorite creepy toy was or creepy gift. Oh, uh, but I decided yeah. not to. I always remember the of... the severed, shrunken head from the trailer. That was one of yeah. the shots at the end of the trailers. What did Santa bring you, Henny? And then he turns around with the shrunken head in his hand and the parents scream. Mm-hmm. The one that, um, the one I always, that always pops into my head is the rubber duck with the bullet holes. Mm. And blood's dripping down the holes. Yeah. I always, that's like the one, like, when I think about the presence, that's the one that always just stands out. And I don't know why, it's like, it's a more simplistic version. Yeah. 
Like it's not doesn't really do anything but roll. But eh. it's the simple things. Mm. That's all Brandon cares about. The simple things. Yeah, you, know, you just pull these little tiny ineffective jabs tonight. It's not a jab. It's a, it's almost a compliment. It's just you know you appreciate with you the they never with you they never are. No, I, well, I do, but with you there never are. I don't know if that's not true. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> and you're like no you're wrong moving on <laughs> to finkelstein making a new bride he's sick of sally and her constantly running off i feel like that would have happened like the first time or second time but mm-hmm. it seems like sally just takes off literally as soon as she gets back home yeah so you- i think we were talking about this when you were checking on one of the things you've checked on tonight and yeah like as soon as she goes back for her arm and gets it reattached she makes him lunch and poisons the soup and takes off again yeah and then he gets pissed and locks her in the tower and then she takes off again like just just let it go you know yeah just move she on. just launches herself out the window <laughs> <laughs> oh the rope won't reach out just It's a cool effect. It's kind of like, um, what's his name? Jangly Man or whatever from Scary Stories. Oh, Jangly Man? Yeah, who just like... Or or Jangles? I I think, I couldn't remember what it was exactly, but he just like... I think it's Jangly Man. I actually actually have a signed uh, uh, Jangly Man uh, Funko Pop that I got from uh, Bam. Oh, nice. I would love to sign up for that box, but I don't have room. You Every don't have a room, and it's thir- it's like legit thirty bucks a month. Yeah, and that's a lot but, like, on top of everything box- else I spend on toys every month. Yeah, um, the most recent one I got was um, one of the, one of the, my new favorite props I haven't pulled out yet is the um, Halloween Six. Um, I have a signed butcher knife by oh. um, Michael Myers in that one. Sorry, oh. I have heartburns but it's hmm. uh who played the shape why is it why am i drawing a buzz oh george p wilbur that's right hmm. so yeah i have a signed uh, butcher knife that's cool from him and it's a it's an actual butcher knife which is crazy but it's like in like a little case and all that like damn you're getting loaded up yeah yeah, I'm gonna have a bunch of stuff and nowhere to put it. That's why they're all still in the box. Well, you can always give it to me. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'll, I'm good. I'll store it for you safe until you forget about it. No, it's mine. Well, well maybe, maybe I'll give you the next prop that I get in the mail because I know how much you enjoyed Invisible Man. Hmm. It was a great movie. And you're like if you, you like if you give me an invisible prop. I'm going to be pissed. And like, I thought about that after I said it and I'm like, Oh, that'd have been clever. But no, so you're it's always like a, clever after to, the fact. What is it? It's supposed to be a, you know, like, cause with that movie, it, it was always the handprint that they used in like the promotional stuff, mm-hmm. uh, posters and whatnot. And it looks like it's a handprint inside like a little case. That's cool. When it comes in, I looked at the spoiler. When it comes in, I'll show. I'll show it to you. You better go. Because I, I used to be a able guy, to wait. Of course, but that new Invisible Man was a great movie. We need to do that one if we haven't yeah, already. We haven't. I don't remember we haven't. if we did or not. I don't think we did. We were yeah. going to do it, but we but we never did. 
Um, I like how Finkelstein decides to just say screw it and build the new wife, and essentially he just builds a female version of himself. Like, it looks like <laughs> right. him. He literally takes out half of his brain and gives it to yeah, her. Yeah, he's like, here you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what I really oh, want man. is a female version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh. Um... So the Boogie's boys capture Santa, as the, you do. They you know tie him up in a bag, and then they shove him down the metal tube into Oogie Boogie's lair, which is essentially a Vegas nightclub with spikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the song. I'm a big fan. Of, I do too. I love all of the stuff to do with Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. Like, I've even, somebody was like, oh, you're doing Nightmare Before Christmas? That's awesome, because you look like Oogie Boogie. And I'm like, first of all, fuck you. No, I don't. (laughs) But then I thought about it for two seconds, and I went, wait a second. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, you put me in a burlap onesie with a hood on it, and it's like, okay, I get it now. (laughs) Yeah, you could pass for Oogie Boogie. Well, I always, I mean, because... I, I get confused as to what exactly color he is, and maybe part of that is he's able to change, but essentially, like, he's traditionally thought of as green. I'm looking at the... Well, he's glowing the, glowing the, he's glowing the dark, though. Like, he's like, he's like the burlap color, yeah. and then he glows in the dark later. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I guess it depends on which one you look at because he different shades of you know, like dirty brown, gray, yeah. dingy well, white esque. Because like but then I have he also a, glows in the dark. I have a set of minifigures from the Disney store, how they have them in that big blister tub thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen those. And he's I green in that. Mm-hmm. And then the Funko Advent Calendar I just opened. There's one where he's green, and then I have another one where he's mm-hmm. brown. Yeah. And when I opened yeah, it, I was so, like, "Oh, that's kind of an interesting, cool, you know, alternate version." But watching it yesterday, it's like, okay. In some versions, he's green. Maybe it's the lighting, but I don't know. Well, I mean, think about like what you said. You said that his layer is basically like a, a Vegas nightclub with spikes. Yeah. That when the lights go out and everything, you know, turns neon, so does he. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that he's painted to glow in the dark like right. the rest so of his layer. Traditionally, like, he's brown, but he has that kind of effect that in, when the lights are out and he's been, you know, juiced up by right. light, he can glow green. Yeah, very Batman forever. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not Batman and Robin. Yeah. Well, as your other co-host would say, he I think he likes that one better than Forever. Well, we haven't done that show in almost a year, so what does that say? <laughs> <laughs> COVID sucks. Uh, so, Sally's had the vision of burning Christmas. She's trying to talk to Jack, and he's been an ass. Uh, and so 
Sally decides to take matters into her own hands and pours fog juice into the water fountain to create mm-hmm. a, a fog that would stop Jack from taking off in his coffin sleigh, which is awesome. Right. I saw that Danny Elfman, I think it is, has that puppet of Jack in the Santa suit on the coffin sleigh in his house. Oh my god. Like it would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's the one thing, man. It's like I I would to be able to work on movies and then get to keep stuff. Mhm. Like later on like especially if it's oh, a man. good movie that ends up becoming a classic. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that's like like I was just telling you before we started how I'm I'm almost done with the last season of Supernatural and how um, Jensen Ackles got to keep the Impala. Mm. Like I'm not saying that that show's on par with Nightmare Before Christmas, but like no, but I mean it's been on for the better part of 20 years and has a pretty yeah, hardcore following. Right, but then also to like get to keep the fucking car when you're done, like mm-hmm. God dang. And here, I, we work in a warehouse. Yeah. We can yeah. keep the, the mice droppings from all the rats and shit that are all over the place. Not the rats, but the little mice that come looking for the foods. That too. Yeah. Um, but her plan doesn't work because Zero is Rudolph. And his <laughs> Jack Lantern nose is yep. driven to become Rudolph and he gets to light the way. Right. Which, you know, you probably could have guessed just from the fact that his nose glows in the first place. And so <laughs> is... Then we get into Sally's song, which is very sad and depressing. It's... I hate to say it's my least favorite song, but it's the one when I listen to the CD that I often skip. Mm-hmm. Unless it's the one done yeah. by What's-Her-Name from, I think it's Evanescence. Because it's a really good cover. Oh, okay. So you definitely like the cover version more than the original then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would say so. Because I don't so. think I've heard it. I say you gotta, uh, you should look it up on Amazon and just listen to the sample tracks or something just to get an idea. There's okay. so many I'll, that I'll, are I'll do so that. cool. You could probably find them all on okay. YouTube or something and listen to the whole thing. But for time I thought about measures, that too, but... Yeah, what? For time-saving measures, you should just you could just listen to the samples on Amazon. Yeah, or I'll just go into my app, my Apple Music, and then it plays a thirty se- uh, like thirty seconds of the song. Yeah, that'll be a way to check it out. Okay, yeah. Uh, huh. Well, I said the the fog doesn't work, so Jack starts delivering terror Christmas to the unsuspecting kids, and the parents are freaking out. They start locking <laughs> the doors, turning up their fireplaces. They call the cops. The military's right. brought in with cannons and tanks. <laughs> Anti-air fucking machines. They're like, get them out of the sky. <laughs> this Santa sucks. All yeah. his presents are bullshit. Santa. <laughs> Santa, Santa's a real dick. <laughs> I always like Santa, but yeah. this year he's pissed and I don't get it. I didn't do shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. I just wanted a train set for Christ's sakes. I didn't want it to eat me. Right. Well, like that giant <laughs> snake that he wraps around the that striped python that just eats people. Right. You're like, yay, huh. who's hungry? 
Oh, I could eat. So Sal decided, screw it, I'm going to save Santa instead. And that fails, because Oogie Boogie captures her. Of course. Yeah. It would be a cool version of Frankenstein, the idea of her being able to fall apart and reattach herself. Like, that could be a Mm -hmm. really scary way to do that. Yeah, that could. I mean, think about it, especially, yeah, like how she saves him and, like, she's using her leg to distract him while her hands are untying Santa Claus. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... That would that would be interesting. Yeah, and use that in a, a horror element where you know her Ugh. leg is luring some dopey guy to the door while her mm-hmm. hands are you know crawling like a uh, thing from Adam's family around his neck. Like that'd be awesome. Yeah, like oh god, dude, that would almost like how would you stop that though? Like catch it on fire? You don't stop it. That's Ooh. what's scary. It's like Sam. <laughs> Like, he's shot in the head with a shotgun, and he doesn't die. He just brushes right, it off, he's puts a his burlap sack back on, and walks off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch Trick or Treat this year. Yeah, I don't know if I did. Yeah, I didn't either. Which is weird, because I'm like, when we recorded it, I was like, man, this is going to be one of the perennials. I'm going to do this annually. It usually is mine, but I was slowly trying to introduce my wife to some horror movies, and that's one I don't think she would appreciate at all. Probably not. That's a that's a safe bet. Yeah. Um, so we covered. Where is it? Oh goodness! Now they're doing it by pages. The anchor website updated. So we covered freaking trick or treat. Hey, I haven't watched it since we recorded last Halloween. I don't think I have either, but I. It's usually the one I watch to get my horror fix, and now that I do this show, I get my horror fix every two weeks at least, the, so it's... Yeah. Except it's, for with our nice Christmas uh, Christmas break. Yeah, I, I, I think say. I remember what your next one is, but I'm excited to hear what it actually is when we unveil it here in a few minutes. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Possibly one of my favorite parts of the movie so the military's called in and they shoot down Jack and he's like well I guess they didn't like my Christmas after all and he crashes into the graveyard I love the what have I done song I don't know what it is about it it's a very short song and sad and depressing which could be why I like Mm -hmm. it I don't know but it's like him (laughs) reflecting on man I really screwed up here like I tried to do something with Christmas, make it my own thing, but it's just not working. Yeah. I don't know. If it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just it, it works. It's it's. Yeah. For, it, yeah. Definitely. It's one of the it's one of the better ones on there. I I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the sad song, Jack's like, you know, I need to save Christmas. Need to fix what I just mm-hmm. screwed up, and he takes on Oogie Boogie. It's a short fight, but it's still awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... You're right. It doesn't last long, does it? Well, I mean, the whole movie is... Hour and a half max. I don't think it's even that. I think it might be like 80. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it... I don't think it quite hits an hour and a half. Yeah. Because I remember I was looking at it, and I was like... 30 minutes... I think it's an hour 20. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 
Because I when I when I went to go look, I was like, oh, I'm 29 minutes in, and there's 49 left. And I'm like, oh shit, is this movie only 49 minutes long? But then I was like, oh, that's what's left, not where we're at. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is less than an hour. It goes it by seems it, so much longer. Oh. Well, that and it does go by pretty quick. Yeah, but it's like, still, it doesn't and feel it's like also, a long movie. It encompasses a lot in that 74 minutes or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot compacted yeah. into it. Covers a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love the the cowboy robot thing slot machine things that fire at jack and he's dancing on the guns <laughs> yeah. trying to escape them and unraveling mm-hmm. oogie boogie and all the bugs that make him up falling into the acid pool yep yeah it's that's just, a really sweet scene yeah i keep yeah, feeling I like i, I have something th- more to say on it but i don't like it's just it's all in my oh. head of just how how great it is but i'm not coming up with the proper words to to capture just no, how I get much it. i love this movie right because it's like i'm like oh man maybe the whole christmas experiments and now i think about it, i'm like god but i really do like that that scene would where, where jack takes on oogie boogie and i'm like it's up there for like my favorite parts of the movie i don't i mean every bit of this movie every time they break into a song it's just it's it's almost its own movie in and of itself it's just a collection of music videos well i mean like i said <laughs> that, they, they had all together. the music beforehand and mm-hmm. essentially what they ended up doing is just filling in dialogues to weave the songs together it's like frozen pre-frozen Oh, okay yeah you know because they the first guy they had to try and write the script was taking too long um and you know so they had to wait and they were already in production so like i love the what's this because of him exploring christmas town it's just so cool and he's you know peeping in on the elves yeah. doing their thing and it's like what the you put a plant on Who the, the hell wall is that and so you're kissing each other what the <laughs> hell is that about yeah uh it's interesting to take a step back from things that we know to be Christmas through someone who's never experienced it and go, why do you yeah. do this? You wrap things up mm. and put it under a dead tree in your living room and wait 25 days to open it? What the hell is that about? Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the Hallmark versions of all the things that we're used to now, like, a lot of them have have or could have real dark origins or yeah. like like oh okay so this was in, in like this was much darker than oh, yeah. what it is now Everything before hallmark is. got I a mean, hold of it if i remember right from the documentary about halloween on trick-or-treat like trick-or-treating mm-hmm. is essentially was bribing the neighbor kids so they wouldn't vandalize your house yeah. <laughs> like here's some candy, yeah. please don't hurt me. Yeah, like just leave my house alone. Yeah. Please. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh but Jack saves Christmas, he saves Santa, he kills Oogie Boogie, at least for the time being, all his bugs disappear and Santa even gets a good squash in on one of them. Yeah. And just smushes it right good with his boot. Yep. And rubs it in extra deep just to make sure it's really dead 
<laughs> There's a deep grind on that one. <laughs> Get that last little bastard. Well, the tor- torture sounded yeah. pretty good. I'm starting yeah. to drop him into a pit of acid or boiling something or other. Right. Be like, oh, I got you, motherfucker. Although <laughs> Santa wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know. This Santa might. I think he got pretty close. Yeah. If it wasn't PG, after, yeah, after I think he, he might have added, added a Samuel Jackson in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's bugs in this motherfucking sack. <laughs> Snakes on this plane. Oh, that's awesome. I still have yet to see that movie. It's terrible. That's what I hear, but I mean... Not that like, it, you'd expect it to be good, but it's fucking terrible. Well, then that's the thing, because that's like... It's got to be one of those movies that we watch and do like a commentary on or something. Yeah, I haven't seen it since like, it was like in theaters, so it would be something to watch it again. Right, well it falls under that category, I feel, of... Let's just roast this movie for an hour and a half. That sounds fun. But yeah. Jack is back. He didn't die when the tanks blew him out of the sky. I didn't mean to rhyme twice in a row, but that's how that worked. <laughs> um, that's how you work. That's how I work. I'm steeped in Dr. Seuss. It's infused into my brain. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the slightest, actually. No. I have a little Dr. Seuss section. Right. Well, no, you you have quite a diverse collection of things that you are yeah. into. There's just too many things. Like, just looking at my office, it's just... Mm-hmm. Not to get into that and start another side tangent, but... It yeah. makes collecting hard, because I have to stop at a certain point. Like, I would love to have some well, of the y- things that you have, but I want other things, too. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you on that because where I'm at with it, where it's like, oh, man. So it's like I keep collecting these horror figures and, like, I'm trying to get all my favorite of the NECAs. And then I'm like, oh, there's some Black Series Mandalorian figures that I want to buy. And then I was telling my mm-hmm. la- wife last night, like, I really want a full-size Mandalorian helmet. And then, like, <laughs> like there's just... I pre-ordered mine. Uh, did you pre-order it? Mm-hmm. Comes out in June. I would love to get one. Why not? June? Yeah. What, what was it, 120? Yeah. Okay. It's right after my birthday. We'll see. There you go. Tell your wife that's what you want, and that's, you know, pre-order. Yeah. Yep, get it, it is. now. If you're going to get it, do it now, or else it's going to skyrocket like the Boba Fett helmet that's like 180 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, back to back to <laughs> the fact that it's I knew we Jack talked about back toys. And it's snowing. Yeah, we did. We I told you we need like, to, we, I people on the internet, I've tried to convince Brandon to do a horror movie toy thing episode, filler episode. And he said no. People on the internet I didn't say no. <laughs> no, I didn't say no. I just I'm trying to figure out how that would work. Loyal audience and dedicated listeners that are still with us an hour and 27 minutes into this episode, Mm -hmm. will you let me know via social medias or email? If that's something you want us to talk about, let me know and we'll do it. And it won't be an hour and a half. It'd be like an hour max of us looking at our toy collection. Mine's a lot smaller than yours. 
But mm, no, no, horror-wise, maybe. Horror-wise. Regular-wise, I okay. got you beat by several hundred. Well, yeah. But Close anyway. to a thousand. At yeah. least, you have at least 500 figures down there. I have just a hundred Green Lantern figures, so... That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So yeah. back to back to Halloween Town. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, uh, Jack has saved the day. Santa bucks off to save Christmas after Jack screwed it up. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't shoot him out of the sky. But the town is yeah. very. You know, the world is very happy that Santa's back. They even announce it mm-hmm. over the news. And even the the news person who doesn't get a face. None of the adults humans get faces. It's like a Peanuts yeah, cartoon. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's like um, I, I noticed that again when I was watching it and, uh, with the police chief or the the guy at the police desk, mm-hmm. and they just yeah. They find a way to cover his head. The newscaster's face is covered. The parents that walk in on the kid with the severed head, the shot is just below their shoulders. Mm-hmm. At least they actually talk. It's not wah 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 wah. Like peanuts. <laughs> uh, so All that right. is the movie. Uh, for this one, we did do a, a two-section scorecard. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is favorite song. My favorite song is This is Halloween, and it's also just because, like, it is my favorite song, but I also love the, the remake so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that Manson remake is hard to beat. Yes. Uh, What's yours? Mine is Jack's Lament, uh, which is him uh, traipsing through the graveyard when he's walking Mm -hmm. down the spiral hill. I could see that. Like I said, it's just there's an ambiance to it, and the the graveyard is so cool, and seeing the spiral hill unravel and all the jack lanterns at the base. Like, I don't know. It's just creepy. It's one cool. of the, it's yeah, it's the iconic scene from the movie. Yeah. Uh and our last one for the scorecard. If Jack were to quote unquote fix another holiday, i.e. he were to have discovered another door that he thought, you know, just as cool or even cooler than Christmas, how would he put his spin on a different holiday? Oh, you added that little extra. At the well, end I thought there, I explained kinda... myself clearly, but obviously I did not. So First I'll do mine while you think of yours. No, I know what mine is. I just <laughs> didn't think of what he would do to make the holiday different. Hmm. Yeah. I went with Easter. Originally yeah, I was thinking Valentine's one. Day because of the love and you know togetherness, but I think Easter... And the idea of hiding presents in places and him hiding his mm-hmm. ghoulish toys and creepy treats in bushes for to shock the hell out of kids would be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, mine was to go uh, to St. Patrick's Day. There was a clover, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be I the one I would have I don't remember how chose. many trees, but there's Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Valentine's Day... Christmas, I think that right. might be Halloween. Well, yeah, and, yeah um, obviously I would Halloween. I would love to, um, uh, like St. Patrick's Day would have been my choice. Um, I'm not sure what exactly he would have done to fix it. 
mm-hmm. but it, there's it's also I mean it's a commercial holiday, but it's not like it's not Easter. Easter I feel is the easy answer, and that's why you picked it. No, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I think almost about went with creepy Valentine's little... Day. You condescending a hole. <laughs> Oh, oh! You mean the person who just told me I thought I made myself clear, like I'm a mm-hmm. fucking child? <laughs> mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that um, I don't know how you'd fix it, but I just imagine creepy little leprechauns out causing destruction, or just like the make guy, me or watch like leprechaun. <laughs> hey, you just might in a, in a in a few months. I know. I'm I mean, preparing myself. I haven't watched well, it since I was a kid, so it's time to hurt my brain again. Dude, it's not. Well, obviously, we'd watch the first one. It's not like I'm going to make you watch Leprechaun in Space or <laughs> Back to the Hood. I appreciate that. I think I only own the first two, so after that. Dude, I bought all eight on Voodoo for $12. I don't know what bothers me more that there's eight of them or that you bought them. Well, I mean, the the first the, the the first few aren't bad. I don't remember them being bad, and the first one is worth ten bucks itself. Like I'd pay ten bucks to buy it. Why would I not spend twelve dollars to buy eight movies? Maybe I just have a foul taste in my mouth for the original. It's the only one I've ever seen, but I remember yeah. hating well, I it mean, with a fiery passion. I mean, it's Leprechaun, yeah. but like. That's also why we do this, is to watch things we wouldn't necessarily want to watch on our own. Which sure. is why... Well, I mean, we do Leprechaun, we do Hellraiser. There's a bunch of movies I know you don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I need to find some for you, but you're more forgiving than I am. Yeah, I'm not an asshole. Well, I mean, well, I am, but <laughs> you're worse than I am. <laughs> sure. About movies. About these movies. <clears throat> Let's move on. Right. That's it for All Nightmare right. Before Christmas. Um, we kind of yes, broke from is. the norm of our breakdown. I think this uh, flowed I aside so from that, our yeah. dead spots pretty well. Yeah, wasn't it was not bad at all. Good job. I hope our listeners enjoyed our tangents and off kilter nonsense as much as we did. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Let us so, know in the comments. Yeah, definitely let us know, please. And like I said, if you guys want us to do the 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 Halloween or the horror toys, sorry. Yeah. Um, let let us know and if we get even just one recommendation i mean i'll take that as a, a loyal listener being like yeah i'd listen to it sure. and obviously we'll if you it. heard us ask for it if yeah if you obviously if you heard us ask for it uh, you know that yeah, we might do a genuinely thing up on the facebook like even though i don't know how many of our facebook followers actually listen to our show i think one and not not as many as um i like every time someone requests to join the group um and they get in and it's like one of the questions is, is if you listen to our show and nine times out of ten it's a no that's not true and so, <laughs> and so i'm like uh, for all the new people in here make sure you check us out like yeah um but yeah that's a nightmare that's nightmare before christmas in a nutshell mm-hmm. um before yeah. we sign off and tell you where to find us if you do want to join us on social medias brandon what is your holiday horror movie going to be for next episode my holiday horror movie is going to be the 1974 film black christmas i'm excited Uh, to finally watch this 
which is, and it's on Shutter. I had to look it up because I was like, well, where can we watch this? Because the remake is on um, HBO Max, but yeah, and I own um, the remake, which I still haven't watched. But I'm excited to. This is essentially a precursor to Halloween. Yeah, um, some would say and, it inspired Halloween. Yeah, very, very, very possibly so. Um, it's been a long time since I've watched this movie from like beginning to end, and um, I'm trying to remember. There is a the killer from the movie is, um, I believe, one of the fan theories is that the killer from the, uh, this movie was who played Eugene in um in Leslie Vernon the Leslie Vernon behind the mask or hmm. Rise of Leslie Vernon oh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I know we talked about it that. yeah yeah so that's a fun little connection there but yeah we're going to we're going to cover it if you guys want to watch it it'll be on uh Shutter um I kind of wanted to do like a Silent Night Deadly Night or some mm-hmm. sort of like cheesy santa sleigh or something like that but i'm like yeah but last year we got that covered for at least three years with jack frost so i think something (laughs) good a year of two good movies would be nice too yeah so yeah we're gonna cover black uh black christmas um but until then you can find us on facebook at pod and gore podcast there's also a podcast group that you can join um if you'd like to you know, jumping on in on the discussion there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. We are on the slasher app. It's a pod and gore podcast. Uh, no spaces uh, under um, instead uh, underscores. Um, and you can email us to let us know if you want us to do toys or not mm. at pod and gore at gmail.com. And that is all I got. That works. All right. Well, you want to lead us out of here then? Sure. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> this uh, was a lot of fun. I hope I did this movie justice. It, it's always hard whenever I do something I'm passionate about because I feel like my mm-hmm. mind is racing and wanting to say so many things and end up saying nothing. Yeah, um, I feel But you. I'm glad we finally got this one under our belt. And I can say that I did a Nightmare Before Christmas episode. That'll be on my tombstone, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. But until next time with Black Christmas, we have been your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.